The House of Roll journeys far and wide to bring you exceptional quality kitchen and bath fixtures. In all of this, you'll see the details of your own story. The story of a life well-crafted. Welcome to the House of Roll. Hello, 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 what's up people? And welcome to episode number 10, Hot Deeth of the Lone Gunman Podcast. This is your boy Rob Clark coming at you once again. And tonight, we are going to explore Operation Redskin. That's right people, I'm going to give you some bullets for your guns for when you aim them at the lone nutters and you say, look, dumbass. How can this be? Okay, explain this. And I chose some metal for the open because I'm in a kick-ass mood tonight. It's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a day. And what I'm getting ready to tell you excites the hell out of me. Okay, because it proves beyond a doubt that Oswald was an agent for the government. And there's no refuting it. There's no denying it. And you can scream it from the rooftops. And credit goes to Greg Parker at the Reopen Kennedy Kennedy case form. Because this is where I found a lot of this stuff. So but let's not jump there yet. Let's start at the beginning a little bit. Because these lone nutters are pissing me off. Okay? Now I like to go back and, and put myself in people's shoes and you know try to figure out what I would have done if I was in their shoes and in their circumstances. And for those of you all out there that have children, you understand what I'm getting ready to tell you. Alright, Lee Oswald had two children. He had a three-year-old, and he had a newborn, two months old, okay? Now, everybody that has kids out there knows that when you have a child, it severely changes your life. You know, you, you start to experience life through a whole new set of eyes, and you have to start undertaking new responsibilities and, you know basically growing up real fast and, and, and handling your business. And he was relatively young when he had children. But nonetheless, you know, I, I, I don't believe that he was um, a, a, a party guy, a drunk, or, or, or anything like that that's been said about him. You know, I think this guy had his shit together from a, from a very young age. And I don't care how old you are. When you have a kid, it changes you. And that's the bottom line. Now, I understand the lone nutters will try to tell you. Well, look, Marina told him that it's over, that she didn't want nothing to do with him. You know, he got pissed off and went and shot the president. I mean, come on, man, really? Because 
50% of America is divorced. Okay? So you're telling me that out of the millions and millions and millions of people whose relationships don't work out, that have kids, just say, fuck it all and go kill a president? I don't think so. You know, it wasn't like Marina had told him, you know, look, we're done. You're not seeing the kids anymore. You're cut off. You're finished. Have a great life. You know, then I could see him maybe doing something stupid. But the fact is, he was still visiting his children. He was still going to see Marina, trying to make things work. And even if she did spurn his latest advances, you know, there's, it's, there's no real motive to do what he was accused of. I mean, you have to think that once that trigger is pulled and that bullet hits, his life is over. Everything changes. Because there's a damn good chance that he's either going to be caught or killed. Okay? And, and if either of those two things happen, you've damaged your children for the rest of their lives. They're going to be the ones whose daddy murdered JFK. Okay? And I just don't see the man doing that to his children, to his family. And they say he was a lone nut. He wasn't alone. Okay? He was always around friends and family. Okay? I, I, that's why I don't get this lone part of this shit. Because it, he, he was the opposite of alone. Okay? And for most of his life, you know, he had very close friendships. He had very close family ties. And to... to just peg him as this lone, crazy person who, you know, lost his shit, and, and I don't know. I, I, I just don't buy it. But going back, you know, like I said, everybody that has kids knows what I'm saying. You know, you just, especially a two-year-old baby, or a two-month-old two baby, you just had it. Okay, and, and, and what lone nutters will also tell you, okay, they'll tell you, well, the reason that Lee went home on that Thursday is because he knew he was going to kill the president on Friday. Oh, well, that's horse shit, too, okay, because, as a matter of fact, Ruth Payne had told him that she was having her kid's birthday that weekend and that she didn't want him there for that. That's why he came on Thursday and not Friday. Okay, so once again, Ruth Payne inserts her big, ugly nose in into the narrative of the story, you know, to get things steered in the right direction. But imagine that. She's just this poor, innocent woman. Yeah, okay. For more on Ruth Payne, please go, go find uh, Doug Campbell's podcast, The Dallas Action, because he, he likes into her really good. And there's even a possibility that, that, that Ruth Payne knew Lee Oswald before he even went to Russia. Okay, through this pen pal program. Alright, so... And... It kind of proves that she had ties to the CIA. 
So please go check out Doug's excellent podcast, The Dallas Action. I'm not sure which one it is. Just listen to them all. You'll find it eventually. You should listen to them all anyway because he's great. Now, so we've established that. Ruth Payne said, no, I'm having my kid's birthday this weekend. You come on Thursday. Okay. See, they, they, they like to twist events and things to make it seem like he was, he had planned this ahead. You know, like he knew JFK was going to be coming by on Friday. So he went home and got his rifle on Thursday. And la da 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 So there's our lone nut. <clears throat> Family man. Our lone nut. Okay. Just that on his face. You know, when you think about it that way. Just precludes that Oswald would even do this. Okay. Now. By, by this point. Okay. Well, let's go back a little ways. You know. Because. Growing up. We know that. Oswald was supposedly fascinated with these spy shows on TV and stuff. And he, and he read, uh, you know, these James Bond novels and, and things like that. And I'll post a link to Greg's article on the Facebook page. But he gets into a lot of interesting things regarding John Pike, Lee Oswald's older brother. And it appears that, that Pike's division in the... Uh, in the Merchant Marines or the Coast Guard was responsible for ferreting out communist activity within you know certain ranks of the of the armed services and just go read the article because it's, it's, it's a lot to get into and it would take me forever to explain it and he does a much better job than I would be able to do and I, I will post a link to that on the Facebook page in the comment section. So please go check it out. Because it's very interesting. Stuff like this you don't hear about before. So we have. Lee Oswald defecting to the, to the USSR. Russia. You know because he's a he's a Marxist. And he loves he loves Russia so much. And he hates America. And, and uh, that's why he goes over there. And if you believe what I'm saying. You're an idiot. Okay. Because now we have declassified documents that prove that, yes, the CIA was in on operations that were called Operation Red Cap, Operation Red Socks, Operation Red Skins. And these were all designed to spy behind the Iron Curtain. Now, the various programs focused on various different aspects of how to do it. And, you know, the red cap and the red socks were mainly focused on the people who, who might have been going on official business or had permission to vacation there or visit family or journalists or sports people. You know, anybody that got permission to actually get behind the Iron Curtain were checked out and... If the CIA liked what they saw, they would actually talk to these people. And be like, look, keep your eyes and ears open over there. Take lots of pictures. And when you get back, just, just tell us what you see and what you saw. And uh, 
and, and show us things. Because at this point, 50 years ago, it was literally an iron curtain. Because we couldn't see what the hell was going on over there. Because we had no computers. We had no satellite imagery. All right, this was the dawning of the spy plane age, you know, which Oswald worked on under Sugi. You know, that was the only way they could get aerial pictures of, of different regions of Russia. But Russia is a very big country. And there's a lot to see. And, you know, you can't do it all. So, now we get to Operation Red Skin. Which was a different program designed to have people falsely defect for the purpose of gathering intelligence. For maybe a longer period than a week or a couple of days. You know, they, they were going to try to get people over there for months and years at a time. You know, and, and really, really get good intelligence. You know, because if you got somebody over there for months and years... And, and embedded in their system and learning their ways of life and maybe earning people's trust you know they really could find out a lot and have a really good picture of what exactly in the hell was going on over there now we know alright imagine this alright a country of 300 million people and one person in that country manages to meet three American defectors and also manage to have a relationship with two of them and also marry one of them. Now that on its face makes you think that that's a little odd. Okay? And if you don't think that the Russians didn't thoroughly check out Lee Oswald, you're wrong. Okay? I'm sure they had their guys trying to figure out who in the hell this guy was from the Jump Street. You know, because they initially said, no, 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 we're, you can't stay here, dude. You gotta go back. You know, until he pulled his little wrist-slitting incident. You know, and when, and when he went to renounce his citizenship at the embassy... You know, the guy told him, hey, the guy's not here that you need to talk to. You need to come back on Saturday. Wink, wink. Come back on Saturday. Wink, wink. Because Saturday was not considered an official business day. And anybody renouncing their citizenship and surrendering their passport, it wasn't official because it wasn't a business day. Okay? So whenever, whenever they're ready to go back... You know, the embassy has their, their passport and their papers and everything's just fine. And nothing was ever filed officially or sent back to America. So, we have Oswald doing his due diligence over there. You know, he slits his wrist, he gets to stay. And, like I said, I'm sure the Russians had spies over here checking him out. And I'm sure the United States probably figured on the fact that the Russians were going to try to figure out who these defectors were. You know, and, and maybe laid a couple false trails. Or forged certain documents to 
make it seem like he was places he wasn't or he was somebody he wasn't or he did things that he really didn't do. You know, which could possibly explain all these duplicate education, military, employment records that created such a problem for the Warren Commission and that John Armstrong, John Armstrong did such a great job of collecting for Harvey and Lee. Now, of course, it could have been two separate men blended into one. You know, but it also could have been a lot of false trails planted by people. You know, to make it appear that, you know, Oswald was not in Itsugi, that he was on a ferry to Taiwan. You know, it just depends on who the right people were looking were. Because the, back then, you know, the spy craft was, they had moles in the intelligence services, they had spies in the intelligence services, there was people, you know working both sides of the fence you know these Russian guys would get caught over here we'll be like no 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 you you we got you and the only way you're getting out of it is you're gonna tell us what we want to know you know and a lot of these spies are working both sides of the fence they were they were running back and forth telling telling the USA and Russia different things or total lies you know whatever and I'm sure you know, once Oswald was over there and established, they gave him an apartment, which we know was bugged, thanks to the revelations of some of the intelligence stuff over in Russia being released. And I'm sure he had some of his um, guys that he worked with that became some of his good buddies were probably agents, you know, keeping an eye on him. And the young lady tasked to meet him and... and you know, could have possibly been so enchanted by this strapping young buck that, she, you know, she did fall in love with him. And he fell in love with her. Or he might have known what she was, you know. that What they call honey pots, You know, where they use, uh, use sex to get secrets, you know. To learn things. But, you know, maybe it escalated into something else. Because it sure seems, sure seems funny that she would uh, meet three defectors, have relations with two, and marry one out of everybody in Russia at the time. It's just kind of odd. I mean, the odds of that happening are astronomical, unless things were engineered to be that way. Um... And we also have Oswald meeting with a CIA agent, um, Priscilla McMillan Johnson, I think was her name, while he was over there under the guise of her being a journalist and, and writing a story on him. You know, I'm sure she was checking on him, making sure he's okay, letting him know he's doing a good job to keep up the good work. Everything's going fine. I'll report back that you're doing good and, and you're in now and everything's great. You know, because we know now from unclassified documents that Priscilla Johnson was a CIA agent. They used her. as a, You know, she was a journalist, but, you know, they used her in certain situations. And she just happened to write, you know, Marina's book, Marina, uh, Lee and Marina, or Marina, Marina and Lee, I think it was. You know? So... You know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist. When you put all this stuff together, you're just like... Okay, 
Now, so Lee Oswald was over there for two and a half years. And we do know that he was debriefed when he returned by the CIA, despite being told by I don't know how many lone nunners that he wasn't. Because I found a document that said that he was. You know, it says they uh, put a map down in front of him, told him to mark, you know, different locations, drop off, his, you know, whatever pictures he had, his actual verbal information of things and places and people and, you know, their ways of life and this and that. And uh, they reported that he did give them good intelligence and, and, and uh, they found out some things that they didn't even know about before as far as military installations go. So all in all, Lee Oswald did a good job over there in Russia, you know. And they got him in. They probably told him, look, we got you. We're getting you in. You have to figure a way to get out. You know, the problem was Marina that he met over there and married and had a kid. But they ended, Russia ended up letting them out in an accelerated process to get Marina her visa and get her out of there. Because I'm sure they wanted Oswald out of the country but this time, by this time. And it was pretty much time to go. He'd been there two and a half years. You know, I'm sure he was itching to get back to the United States and start his life. You know, and he, he, did, he did a good job. And, you know, he gets back and he finds out, you know, that the Marines had changed his, his status from an honorable discharge to a dishonorable discharge. You know, so he's pissed about that. But what all this does, what this Operation Redskin afforded Lee Oswald to be able to do, was upon returning, and after he got back to New Orleans, okay, he got hooked up with Guy Bannister. Now Guy Bannister, we know, was a notorious red hunter, which means that he actively would search out communist activity and people that had sympathy for Russia and communism and hello what better guy just fell in your lap guy banister to use to help ferret some of these people out than this guy that just got home from defecting to Russia okay now nobody knows that he was there on behalf of our government but he did you know, he's got ties to the FBI, the CIA. He's in deep. You know, he, he, he's, he's doing it big. And I'm sure he was directed to Guy Bannister when he got back to New Orleans. said, look, this guy can give you some work, give you th some things to do. You know, you'll still be working for us. Don't worry about anything. It's taken care of. You know, so Oswald assumes the identity of a pro-Castro guy. Now he's handing out leaflets, you know, down on, on the street, you know, at the docks, at colleges. You know, he's writing letters to these pro-Castro organizations, you know, and, and trying to make it really, really seem like he's sincere. You know, because he has the background to make it believable that he's sincere. You know, he's just not some Joe Schmo off the, off, off the street. Alright, now this guy has established himself... You know, as sincere, you know, about 
hating America, loving Russia, loving communism slash Marxism, whatever it is, the way of life. And he appears genuine, you know, when he, because he had practice, you know, he had to practice this shit for two years while he's in Russia. You know, he had to pretend to like all their stuff and like communism and, and this, that, and the other. And he was good at what he did. And when he was arrested in New Orleans, uh, when he got into that fight with Carlos Brignier, he asked to speak to the FBI. Now, why do you think he did that? Probably so he could explain, look, here's what I'm doing. These dummies here in the police station don't believe me. Okay, I need somebody to vouch for me. Look, I went to Russia. I come back. I'm working for Guy Bannister. You know Guy Bannister. He used to work with the FBI. I'm helping him ferret out any pro-Castro people down here, any communists, you know, and he talked to them for hours. Okay? And eventually, his uncle gets him out of jail for posting his $10 bail or, or whatever it was. And eventually the charges were dropped. So... It is what it is. But back to the Redskin program. I will post up on the Facebook page links to stuff that you can read. I will post up copies of the documents of his debriefing and, and proof that there was an Operation Redskin in full effect back then. I mean, it's the only way that these intelligence agencies could gather intelligence. Okay, and the only ones that work outside of the United States are the CIA. Hello. Okay. So Oswald was perfect for what he was doing in New Orleans. Okay. And he likely was told, you know, we're going to send you back to Dallas. And you're going to do some of the same things over there. But we got other plans, too. And little did he know that he was creating for himself the role of the perfect patsy and the murder of the president. Now the people handling him, likely Guy Bannister, had other friends such as David Ferry and Jack Martin and, and Thomas Beckham and all these other guys, Jack Ruby. Because he likely knew Ruby being from Chicago. He was head of the FBI field office in Chicago. Jack Ruby's from Chicago. Doesn't take a rocket scientist once again to figure this stuff out. You put two and two together and you get what you get. You know, maybe them and Shaw and all these guys had a different plan behind the scenes of how they could accomplish one of their own goals. You know, these guys were, were bitter and disgruntled, you know, about a lot of these anti-Castro Cubans and and, and, uh, and mercenaries be, being left high and dry with no support from the government and the Bay of Pigs they viewed as Kennedy being soft on communism and actually wanting to uh, you know get a rapport going with Khrushchev and even collaborate on a space program with them 
and uh, and other things. And they were frustrated that they couldn't hit Castro, so they turned their guns on Kennedy. And Lee Oswald is the perfect patsy. Now, to hide their ties to him, of course they had to cover their ass. Um, you know, the FBI and the CIA had to cover their ass. You know, and likely, you know, the Warren Commission didn't like what, you know, what they what they were seeing here. You know, they they quickly realized that if this guy's tied to Castro or Russia, we got a big problem on our hands. The American people are going to be screaming for blood. We're going to have to go to war. You know, and it's going to be ugly. So they did everything they could to scrub this guy's history. From the CIA, from the FBI. And make him appear to be this lone, demented gunman. Yeah, I believe that one. So there's a couple bullets in your gun... You can shoot at the lone nutters next time you get in an argument with them. A lot of good points, and I'll post up everything on the Facebook page. Get at me at the Lone Gunman Podcast at gmail.com. Check out Doug Campbell's podcast, The Dallas Action, and stay tuned because soon, people, we're going to have a big announcement, and it's going to be awesome. Okay? Awesome. Thank you, everyone, for listening once again. The numbers have been off the chart again. You know, I can't believe it, how many people are listening to this. You know, it's probably getting 50 to 80 listens a day, which is unbelievable. And I thank everyone from the bottom of my heart. So please, keep listening, keep sharing, keep liking. Check us all out on Facebook and Spreaker. Comment, follow. And uh, we appreciate everything. Stay tuned for episode 11 coming soon. Peace. You do it right to save because you work too hard for your money not to. Lowe's is here to help with special Labor Day savings throughout the store. When you buy a DeWalt two-tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver, you get a DeWalt bear tool for free. Choose from a reciprocating or circular saw, angle grinder, or 20-volt battery. And update your appliances and get up to 40% off select appliance special values. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Tool offer valid through 828. Appliance offer valid through 911 U.S. only. You do it right to save because you work too hard for your money not to. Lowe's is here to help with special Labor Day savings throughout the store. When you buy a DeWalt two-tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver, you get a DeWalt bear tool for free. Choose from a reciprocating or circular saw, angle grinder, or 20-volt battery. And update your appliances and get up to 40% off select appliance special values. This Labor Day, do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Tool offer valid through 828. Appliance offer valid through 911 U.S. only.